0: motherfucking beer and bible cool that'd be our new intro that's
1: it <laughs> that's, that's our intro for this one i've you're decided gonna put, i'm gonna cut it you're gonna right put there. beeps in a lot of it <laughs> hey uh welcome to beer and bible i am neil uh major research monkey guy that does the I hang out in the not in the dungeons with Joey but I hang out
0: <laughs> with his fucking scrolls Scroll. codexes codices code, codices codices
1: is the plural form of that we love you Joey so uh yeah I I hang out in the library he hangs out in the dungeon and uh, I read the books that he writes um, <laughs> that's pretty much it uh so that's that's my job here so welcome and this is Chris
0: I'm the resident high functioning trying to get this beer opener Right now, <laughs> and the official got it, Bible reader.
1: So yep, and that's uh, which is what Joey does. He he helps read all the Bibles and then translates them, so then Chris can read them, and then I or attempt to attempt, yeah. So uh, and tonight, oh, what are you drinking tonight? Mm. Since you just opened your beer,
0: oh, I'm drinking a. Again, I'm I'm just like I, I'm I need to get more range because it's like the past all the podcasts have been like a couple of IPAs, a couple of dark beers. So I'm, I'm on the sweet baby Jesus again. Um, from Dewclaw. I don't know where the fuck that is, but oh, it's in Baltimore. That's cool. 6.2%. It's a chocolate peanut
1: butter Porter. (coughs) It's delicious. That's what I hear about a lot. Actually. It's like one that everyone I know that likes dark beer. That's the one that comes up. Hmm. It's tasty.
0: It's really good. Like, it says peanut chocolate peanut butter porter, but it's not too overpowering. It's just enough to have a little sweet into mm-hmm. it, which I'm a bourbon guy, so I like that sweet finish. Not that this tastes like bourbon, but it's like got it's dark and has just a little sweetness at the end. Nice. Back to my new thing mm-hmm. is like drinking an IPA with like a fruity IPA, like an orange or some kind of like hazy, like citrusy IPA with some Woodford Reserve. And so I don't like use it as, as a chaser, but you take a little sip of the Woodford, like a little bourbon, you let it sit. and You got to drink it neat, you know, no ice or anything. You know, you take a little sip of that, let it go down. And then you sip your beer and then go back and forth between the bourbon and the beer. And it's weird, but it gets you messed up. But it tastes nice, too. So, so.
1: that's the recipe, guys. Everyone, that that's our new recipe that we're going to be promoting here. And you're no also not shooting bourbon. the bourbon.
0: You don't shoot it. You don't just kick it back like it's fucking college. I mean, you can. That's cool, too. No you one's going to stop you. got to sip it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Peach makes fun of me because I shoot it. Or he shoots it. And he's like, he's like, do you need a straw for that? And gives me. Sh- I'm like, shut up. You don't shoot I, good
1: bourbon. All right. So I don't know much about making fun of people. <laughs> but he's a pro. Okay, <laughs> Peach is a pro. But, like, I don't understand. Like, I would think that it's, like, a better thing to be this person that enjoys it rather not than be shooting. wasteful. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I don't enjoy the taste of pills. if I'm taking them. I'm not like, mm, this is so good to have in my mouth. I just get rid of it and be done with it. <laughs> like that's it to me. But if, if you're paying money for something that you want to consume, it makes more sense to enjoy it. That's something to take up with the peach. when I you see him. I'll give him crap later on. <laughs> All right. Hey, we love you, Pete. so we are in, uh, we're still working on Jesus. Um, we're doing beer and Bible. We're going to continue doing the Jesus thing for probably a really long time, unless something gets us completely derailed, um, in which case that'd be really weird because then we'd have this long section of Jesus and then a break. But uh, <laughs> and I know last week we did, or last two two weeks ago, we did uh, we did our tangent night, so we'll, we'll throw those in in here here and there, so you're yes. not just
0: like Jesus all the time.
1: But uh, and
0: we're open to ideas too, like like we said in the last episode, you know. Give us some comments, give us some love, hate, whatever. Like just throw some shit out there because next tangent night, you might hear about it. You yeah, know, We might answer it or so anyway.
1: So yeah, we're, we're on board, but, uh, for right now, we're going to be moving through through the Beatitudes and I, I'm hoping that we'll at least get through these, uh, next couple chapters of Matthew because a lot of it is some of the stuff that you hear that's brought up. Um, judge, not let, you know, don't judge lest you be judged. Um, things like that. Let's see here. Uh, uh, the the birds—they not the birds. That You're on your ones, own with they're, this. The swallows. Like, well, it'll, it'll talk about things like, um, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow enough worries of its own. And you have little little s- clips is that an and Instagram phrases. And, Did you just read an Instagram. Thing? It sounds like it because <laughs> it does. It, it sounds like it because that's what a lot of these things are. Are these verses? That's what we should start. Is these. like if
0: if Jesus had an Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, Jesus. Like,
1: <laughs> it d- does. He just take like pictures of himself off the sea of Galilee yeah like it's beach just feet, like it's hanging just out of a tent it's
0: and then like a beautiful sunrise Sun. he's like thanks dad, yeah, <laughs> like, thanks, dad. <laughs> something fucking cheesy like <laughs>
1: Uh, speaking of hashtag blessed, the, <laughs> yes. You, all right. So in the Beatitudes, each one of them starts off with the phrase blessed. 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 So is is it, does it mean that uh, there is a question about whether it means these are things you should strive to become, or if these things are just, <laughs> he's claiming them as this is the reality. Blessed is somebody that is in the situation. Yeah. And it, it's an interesting reversal because a lot of it is, Um, people, blessed are those who are poor, according to Luke, and in Matthew, blessed are those who are poor in spirit. And whether you're poor in spirit or poor, it doesn't really sound like something is, that's not a good thing when you hear it in a normal society. But then for Jesus to say, blessed are the poor in spirit for, and then he goes and explains why they're blessed in his his interpretation or his his way of saying it. So um, there is this idea, uh, blessed could also mean happy. Uh, You're already in the state of happy are those who, Poor in spirit. Happy are those who and, and you can read it that way as well. Um as far as which is the correct, appropriate scholarly answer, the answer is I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh we're gonna continue going through this and we'll talk about <laughs> some interpretations and uh work through it. This there are And I'm gonna try not to die from the plague during yeah. all of this. And and I when it comes down to this, it we're not going to give you we're gonna give you a snippet or an idea of, of a lot of this stuff. There are libraries written about just these Beatitudes, so bear with us, and uh, we're just, we're trying to get us through the book of Matthew, like, not too fast, but we're not going to take forever. It's going to feel like it.
0: All right, so we're in Matthew 5, and I'm going in. I'm going in. Blessed are the pure in heart,
1: for they will see God. Okay, so freaking Christianity purity rallies. <laughs> they love of, this one, don't they? So you get this idea of pure as like, oh, I didn't look at any pornography. Oh, I didn't see any. But like, I, well, it, it's oh, like I never took that LSD. Yeah. Oh, I never like when I, my girlfriend and I have never gone past first base. Like that's like that's the, the Christian like purity thing. But um, really, it's talking about that. The word bar is really more about one mindedness uh, and being one minded. Like being mm. f- completely focused. So I-, I would dare say that, and I'm not knocking if, like, that's your, like, if you get a, that cross stitch on your wall and that's super important to you, then fine, stick and with it. the that.
0: Jesus fish tattooed on your ankle? Go, that's yeah. That's totally cool. Yeah.
1: But, uh, We're what, not hating on you, your fam. Yes. Yes. Uh, only because Jesus made you that way. So, <laughs> all right. But, but it's like, it's more about that one mindedness. Um, I know one scholar talked about the idea that uh, in, in Greco-Roman mindset, there is a spirit and body separation, where in Hebrew, uh, the idea of, of your spiritual and your physical are kind of all wrapped in one. Ah. And to be completely pure, where everything is focused on one thing, they will see God. So if you are unified in your spirit, your action, your desires, and everything... Um, actually, this is going to sound really weird to our audience... You're one of the purest people I know. Me? Yes. And Peaches. Mm. Ah. So we've mentioned Peaches before. We just made fun of him earlier, or I'm going to make fun of him later on. But anyways, Peaches is like the most honest. Like who he is, who he is. Yeah. Through and through. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Like now you just like got a third person to look up after you've like, <laughs> found out where we live and want to like, kill us. If
0: Rambo was like honesty, he's the Rambo of
1: it. Yeah, and and the that... Rambo of honesty. So so you're talking about somebody who is pure in their actions and they're doing stab you in
0: the face with some honesty.
1: Yeah. I love it. But uh but somebody who, who is um <coughs> it, it it's it, not just honest, not just someone that speaks the truth, but going even as far as what they say they do, what they do they say. Hmm. They're just everything that they are is who they are 100%. You're not like they're not shady kind of people or they're not double minded of like oh I say this thing but I really feel this way or like they're just through and through, pure, uh, and, and in this case, I would I would say within the context of Jesus talking about the blessed are these people, but he's he's describing them as um, as someone that's purely focused on God. So those people who are pure and are one minded in, in a way are going to see God, and so that that's one of the interpretations I really like, um, and that that comes from again assuming we're working with Aramaic or the Hebrew uh, when it was originally spoken. Um, it, the Hebrew word is bar, which some people have also said is similar to sun, which may, means this might correlate to uh, those who will be called children of God. Yeah. Um, but, th- yeah, so th- that's, I would say purity, uh, even in the in the Greek, is less about uh, don't get stuck on, on sexual purity, but get caught on the idea of um, who this person is, is purely one mm-hmm. source. Like a focus. Like, yeah. That's zero z- in. mm mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, we've also said, uh, if you go back a couple podcasts here, when we talk about these things, uh, some people believe that when he's going through these, he's describing the citizens of the kingdom of heaven, huh. um, what the kingdom of heaven is, is looks like. And, uh, and, and and yeah, there we go. <laughs> Got nothing else to say to that. <laughs> I like it. All right, uh, let's go on to the next one.
0: Number next. Uh, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God.
1: Yeah, there we go. There's sons makes of sense guys. Sense. Yeah, uh, and and peacemakers um, don't don't necessarily equate this to being pacifist um, or those who are like, I don't want to get involved in anything. Like, uh, no, I'm just going to look for peace. Like, these are people who are actively
0: creating peace. They're the ones who are like y'all both need to shut the fuck up and sit down. Yeah, and, then,
1: and talk uh, it out. Coming, in, whether it's that or stopping people that are uh, are going to harm somebody else. Um, that's, or, or somebody who's, who sees a fight break out and creates an opportunity for peace. Like you're saying, if go calm down, uh, one, there's a guy, his name is Shane Claiborne. Um, he lived in inner city, God, was it Philadelphia. Anyways, he lived in inner city and he was living on a street that was, um, pretty destitute and there was a fight that broke out. And so people's na- natural reaction is the same thing we all see on YouTube. Fight, fight, Pull fight. Your phone fight now, yeah. yeah. World star. Well, Shane Claiborne um, wanted to be a circus performer when he was younger and went to circus camp. So he, w- he ran out there, grabbed a bunch of flaming torches and started juggling them. Suddenly, that fight became not nearly as interesting as the crazy white dude down the street throwing torches in the air. <laughs> and so here's a guy who is creating peace in this moment. Huh. So um, blessed are those who um, are called peacemakers. Actually, there is a, uh, there's a cult uh, and go back, check out our blog post uh, <laughs> about cults and how to start one um, just in case you want to do that. But uh, there's a guy who started a cult and they were called the Children of God and they were because they were peacemakers. And so it was somebody else who had gone by them and said, uh, you you are the Children of God because you're creating. There are a bunch of hippies creating peace. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it went really bad and got like all kinds of messed up. He would write letters with like. He would actually put verses next to his letters, like, like as if he was a, an apostle. And yeah, man, he got a lot of child abuse. Yeah, a was, lot of molestation. Yeah, I listened to the whole he, thing about that. Y'all. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I, I forgot. Was, You're his, the his expert. Son came, ended up uh, killing somebody.
1: Yeah, he didn't kill a couple people. or just killed one. Just one. I think. Okay, so yeah, that was a real messed up yeah. story. Anyways, <laughs> blessed are the the, the Yeah, that's our next piece. But blessed are those who are who are bringing peace into a situation. So, um, this isn't about people who avoid conflict. These are people about people who are disrupting conflict. That mm. um, they were they are the ones that are going to be called uh, the children of God. Um, I don't know if this goes back to possibly the word shalom uh, in the Hebrew. So again, if is Jesus speaking Hebrew, blessed are those who uh, who are creating shalom in the world. The word shalom. Um, I, I pulled this from a church I know. They have a really good definition. I think it's a very quick, terse definition from a much broader um, concept. And it is uh, peace, wholeness, and the way things were intended to be. So when you are coming in and creating that, um, then you are, you are going to be the children of God. There's also a Hebrew concept called tikkun olam, and that is making like bringing wholeness to the world to create uh, a better world. And how you're impacting that kind of thing so those are the people the people that are making the world a better place are the ones that are going to be called children of god and if you think about that um, the children of god are the ones who are supposed to be doing god's will on earth uh, they are the ones that are acting just like the person that created them in the same way that um, we have the genetics of our own parents the person who is a peacemaker has the genetics of their of their heavenly father this god and his deity and they're enacting and doing the things that he is which is creating peace and making things better on earth so those who are making who are acting as god or co-reigning or reigning like you know like you know if you think of it, the government can't like the president um can't run everything so then they've got senate and or not senate but they've got other executive branches or you have local governments that run things people trying to run yeah yeah so you have the local governments because the federal government state government local government you have these other people that are Enacting some of these state or federal laws on a local level, where, and then also acting out what they think is best when they are, are making the decision themselves. All this to say is they're all enacting the appropriate will. Um, and then, therefore, so this, this, in this case, sorry, I'm, I'm hoping this makes all sense. <laughs> yeah. All makes sense is, good, yeah. is that those who are creating peace and, and bringing that into the world, creating shalom, peace, wholeness, the way things are intended to be, those who are coming into, Times in, in situations of conflict and changing them and being active in this role are the ones who um, who are children of God. It's not blessed are the peaceful, blessed are the peacemakers. Mm. So Jesus drops that. All right. And what's the next? Uh, we got one last section.
0: All right. Um. <clears> okay, <throat> get my Bible reading voice on. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of right righteousness.
1: Okay, so this is a little bit different. Now, keep in mind that um, some people speculate that Matthew is written as a discipleship handbook, like a, a manual, if you will, to Christianity, a how-to. And uh, so, blessed are you who are persecuted. Well, this is the first time Jesus has spoken in the Gospel of Matthew. Are they necessarily being uh, persecuted? Eh, I'm not so sure right now. Right now it's just another, like... Dudes. It's a little wink, wink. Yeah, are you guys who stick around once shit goes south. So yeah, th- this is written down about the time when people, either during Wait, or Jesus, not Jesus, are you before.
0: having a seizure or something?
1: No, it's a wink, asshole. It's a wink. So it could be, he could be <laughs> winking at them and, and letting them know. But if you think about it, Matthew is writing this either after or during a time of, of this persecution being described. So it makes sense that he would, Ascribe the saying of Jesus and put this in here. It's a little anachronistic huh. um out of order like to to like, thank be, you, thank <laughs> you for explaining
0: that. Did you say that <laughs> like?
1: it's a little out of order for for him to be saying <laughs> that jesus was like uh that That they're going through persecution because this is the first time in Matthew's gospel that Jesus has spoken. So where is this persecution coming from? It's not happening right now. Is it going to happen? Or by the time that Matthew writes this down, his readers are going to be like, "Oh yeah, Jesus said I was going to be blessed." Like, so maybe he's moving that, putting that down at that point. And when he says, like, when they in, insult you and revile you, and they're like, oh, I go through that. Like, that, that happened to me yesterday. <laughs> like, this way. And Matthew might be knowing that. And that is, so he might be writing, in, in a way, uh, what his own personal experiences into this story. Hmm. Um, so, blessed are those who revile, persecute you, um, say all manner of evil against you, and all these things for my namesake. Uh, does that necessarily mean that they 100% are believing in God and Jesus' deity, or that they become followers of Jesus? Um, there will be. There are multiple rabbis at the time. There are people that say, you know, are insulting you. The persecution becomes a little stronger because then it sounds. It, it ends up indicating this idea: of those who are going to accuse you falsely, um, which puts you in a sort sort of court situation. Mm. Uh, when, like, how are you going to end up in this place where you're being accused falsely? Well, um, one, you could say, well, maybe they're talking about Roman authorities. In which case, if they're talking about the Roman authorities, that means. Matthew's jumping way ahead to uh, where where the uh, government actually cares what Jewish people are doing with the religion. At this time, uh, the government has has Pilate. He's, he's kind of the, the Roman Roman government says, "You sir, are going to be in charge of." Everybody here, like you're in charge of making sure there aren't any wars or outbreaks from these people, and collect the tax money. Yeah, and like, well, then who in the world's going to actually rule the place? Because like that's the only, like that's your entire role. Yeah, and the, and they go, well, we just hired this guy named Herod, who's kind of who's quasi local, and he's going to be the one who's like going to keep the peace. Like you just, if you have to call in the troops, you call in the troops. But he's the one who's like going to be quote unquote the king, the ruler of that area, is Herod. So um, why would Pilate? Like again, this, this character is pilot or the, the person who's worth Rome. Why would they care about what somebody says about like, I'm the Messiah. And he's like, I don't care. Uh, yeah. Like what's a Messiah. Like, no one cares. So yeah. So, so if someone's like, but I follow Jesus and the guy's gonna be like, did he pay your taxes? <laughs> cool. Like that's no problem. So that, that, that doesn't seem to make much sense that they'd be put in a court or, or that Matthew's indicating that he, they're going to be in a court situation like this. Another point would be if you are in your local religious community, the synagogue, and somebody says, "Hey, this person's a follower of Jesus or something like that um and says and might uh, accuse them falsely of something else you know didn't wear his keepa the right way or whatever I don't know Keep the little yarmulke, <laughs> by the way um so uh, the it might indicate that it's more of a communal a community not communal community <laughs> trial where you're being kicked out of your community like your friends or your relatives or something like that where they're like this guy's a jerk he went to the jerk store <laughs> um and bought plenty of them i don't know but uh does, i hope hopefully that makes sense like that it might be more of that um and then so you're blessed are you who go through these things and then he, he uh, likens them to the prophets so in uh, in judaism we've talked about this before you have the the torah the, the, I think we talked about this in our uh, um, in our Tangent Night podcast where we talked about Leviticus, where it's like, here's what you can and can't eat and all this stuff. And as, there's a whole slew of do's and don'ts in, in the Torah, in the, the original law. And uh, then there's the prophets, and a lot of people think uh, the, about the 5% where the prophets tell you what's going to happen in the future, but 95% of what the, the prophets are telling you is... Remember that pork thing? Don't eat the pig. No bacon. <laughs> Remember that shit? Yeah, don't do this. Don't do, like they're more like trying to tell tell Israel like get back to what you're supposed to. And uh the reaction was like most of us, if somebody comes up to you and says, "You're messing up." You're actually like scream, man. Yeah, fine. You, Fuck s- you Yeah. And and so when the uh but what happened was these prophets who were heroes because they were doing the right thing, uh, Israel would get upset and they would stone them, kill them, and like blow them off, like huh. like screw you. But then later on, everyone's like, you know what, those prophets were right. Let's write their stuff down. <laughs> they have been screwed. Yeah, like, let's write that down. But usually, you wrote it down afterwards. It's like, <laughs> oh, man, like, I get, I get. It's kind of like I've I've heard people who are like, Clinton sucks, and they're like, oh, but that economy was pretty awesome in the nineties. I uh, remember that
0: guy, yeah. that guy we killed. Oh uh, yeah should probably write this shit down. Yeah, He's still, eh, you know, fuck
1: him. But he was kind of right. Good he, he was kind of right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I don't regret what we did, and <laughs> I'm not
0: saying that we did anything wrong. But his ideas weren't terrible.
1: So, yeah, the a uh, little bit further, they were they were considered heroes, and so when Jesus says you're going to be like them, in that you are going to have the right message. So, uh, just as they were rejected by the people of their time. So you, by living these things out and following me and living out a righteous life the way I'm going to lay it out for you, um, then you're also going to be persecuted. And so when he says for righteousness, here's the big thing with Matthew. Matthew, when he talks about righteousness, it's as far as I can tell and I can remember, it's always in reference to behavioral mm-hmm. righteousness. We've talked about the, the, Joseph earlier on. is He is talking about your actions and your behavior, is what makes you righteous. Uh, he's not talking about what we've, called, we've described before, where um, it's called impute, imputed righteousness, where Jesus dies for our sins and now we're considered righteous by God. We're, no, 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 no. That's like Christian theology stuff that we're going to get to and all that. But in this book, in this particular gospel, in this biography, this author uses it to describe behavior. So he's going to say, Blessed are you because you're going to like, your family's going to think you suck and everyone's going to think you suck. They're even going to like pull you into the community and like, and just tear you down and make up crazy lies about this guy. Sac- yeah. Yeah. Like he sacrificed a goat to Molech or whatever. Like, <laughs> Molech in God for the old Testament. Sorry. Uh, but they like, you know, he, he sacrificed a goat to Satan, like something like that. And then, and like, where's that coming from? You're just full of it. And so then they would, uh, so then he says all these things for, for righteousness for like the sake of righteousness. So now uh the Sermon on the Mount has got to figure out, like if he's gonna say that, he's gotta define what righteousness is. Ah. And so that's what we're gonna see in in that. And if you're thinking, cool, so we got through the introduction. Not quite. <laughs> Freaking like there's more to come. There is so much introduction to this uh, the sermon on the mount just tons and tons of introduction. He's got to cover a couple things. Like cuz a lot of people set the base. And this is the first time Jesus has spoken in the, in the book. So we're trying to like really clarify a few things and where Jesus is coming from before they have him start like laying down his teachings. Um, it makes sense that Matthew's the hype
0: man. He's like building it up. Yeah, he
1: he's got to build it up because if um if This version of Judaism, I'm going to call Christianity Judaism, this version of Judaism that he is promoting to a Jewish audience, uh, audience, he's got to handle some of their objections early. He's got to lay down, here's what I'm saying, here's what I'm not saying. Just so you know. And so he starts off with, all right, he sits down like a rabbi, kingdom of heaven, we've talked about this before, that's everyone enacting and, and behaving appropriately to the will of God, lays out. Some really weird upside down, like, blessed are you who do this, and blessed are you, which seems really counterintuitive. So it kind of gets you going, you're like, what in the world? Okay, Matthew. And you get through all these beatitudes, and now we get to righteousness. Um, you're going to be persecuted for righteousness. Now I'm going to tell you how to get that righteous, like how to behave, <laughs> and how you're going to end up getting, uh, and, and all this stuff for my sake. And again, he, he's talking about the people who are going to be persecuted are those who are going to be following Jesus. So. All right, wow, that was a really me heavy night. No, 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 it's
0: good, it's good. We got it in there. We got that Jesus up in
1: you. So all right, in all of us, yes, you
0: put that Jesus in everybody.
1: Man, I if you like if you hung on tonight, like you just got a bunch of education, (laughs) a couple little interruptions. Use that.
0: Use that next time that you have to go to that like, um, family uh, Christmas or Easter gathering two times a year. Like that'll give you a little something to be like, you know. A little next, beatitude knowledge
1: in there, a little Jesus knowledge. Well, the first time, you know, yeah, next time Jesus someone spoke. Next time someone's talking about purity, it's like, no, well, yeah. I mean, it's probably more than just a little purity ring. Did you ever hear about those? Like, I didn't, I, we didn't do those in our, and like, when I, oh, yeah, filed, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Was
0: like, that was like the nail in the coffin. Like, if you ever gave somebody a purity ring, that means you were fucked. That means it was like, it was like a don't fuck around ring. Like yeah. you give them the wink, like, eh, it's like, uh, here. You know, to the person giving the ring, it's like I don't trust wait, wait. you. The oh, wait, you're, you're, getting are you thinking ring? about
1: a promise ring? Whatever. No, no, a purity ring, dude. Like, so, okay, so again, I, I, I didn't get to Christianity until like high school. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. But um, and my church never did this. Um, I don't know why. Why? But a purity our
0: purity ring is like you can't have sex.
1: Yes, it's like uh,
0: fuck that. If anybody s- ever handed me one of those things, I would kick him in the throat. Bow, like, high kick.
1: Yeah. High kick, and I would run away. So, yeah, there were, like, these, yeah, these, like, dads would give them to their daughters or, like, youth groups would get them or whatever. But it was, like, a way well, of saying, that's like... still weird. Like, like no, I'm not, like, I'm not against it. I'm just telling you this is a thing that happened, okay? Nobody
0: gave me any, like, hallucinogenics purity ring. Like, don't do hallucinogens. Yeah, I
1: think that's still on the table. You can still wear your purity ring and do mushrooms, I think. Oh. Well, I, I don't know. I'm sure will open your mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm I'm not, like... By all means, like, not Wait, did I say that on the podcast? Yeah. So I'm not slamming anybody who has that, but my point was uh, purity is, in this context, is bigger than, like, whether or not you're watching an NC-17 movie or, like, going to third base or fourth (laughs) base. They call that they call that home run, Neil. Like home I, saw some, like, no,
0: I saw some shit. I can't remember where it was,
1: and it was like, anyways,
0: it was like second base butt stuff. And it's like, what the fuck is fourth base then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what it was. I think it's Just <laughs> home, ba- anyways. Yeah. I don't know much about baseball. Um, Heads
0: in a freezer, maybe that's fourth
1: base. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, anyways, it was just like it's just. Purity. So, just to recap, because I'm trying to save this this outro here at Sorry. this point, is to recap. Purity is is about the oneness of somebody that you are through and through who you are, and you're through and through focused on God. Uh, so that would be your your you're a your pure person because you're like through and through, one minded, one everything. And then what was the, oh, then we said? Quit looking at me when you blessed, say pure person.
0: I feel like I'm gonna burst into flame.
1: So, blessed are the pure in heart, and then blessed are the peacemakers, those who are active in creating peace and bringing uh, shalom, the peace, wholeness, the way things are intended to be, and bringing all that. And that could be, like, bringing food to homeless people. That could be going and stopping conflict. It could be, there's so much more, but it's it's an active part of it, not just a peaceful hippie person um, just hanging out, like, actively changing the world. And then, uh, and, and kind of being doing what God would do in the world. And that's why you'd be called the child of God. And then finally, the idea is that when you start living out a righteous life, you're still be happy, still be blessed. You're going to be living out a righteous life, but you're going to get some, like some crap's going to happen, but understand this God sees it and like is following you. Is like, yeah, go you. And, uh, and then he's, and then that's all the intro, like getting ready to lay into what righteousness looks like. So that was my recap. I like it. Cool, it was good.
0: Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time.